Well, you made it to Thursday. Congratulations. Thursdays are good. Thursdays are good because you know when you get through Thursday, you've got Friday. Some of us get paid on Fridays. That's always good. You know that uh, you have a weekend on Friday. Everything's a little more casual on Friday. So Thursdays is almost a Friday. So that's the way you have to look at it. You've already gone over the hump of Wednesday. Now you just, you know, you've gotten through Thursday and now you're looking at Friday and then the weekend. So that's good. Hi everybody, this is Bob Bro. Welcome to the best old time radio podcast. Another great thing about Thursdays is we play a Western. And we have a good'un. We have a good'un for you today. So why don't you relax? Get in that big easy chair over there. Get your feet up. Get yourself a little refreshment. And just let the cares of the day drift away. Because coming up next is an old time radio western that you're going to want to hear. surmised from the music we are going to listen to an episode of Gunsmoke tonight and this one is a love story it's about a man named Oni Hager and Ida Bell and they share a cabin out on the uh, near the river near the uh, Arkansas River and Oni and Ida Bell are missing and there's signs that there may have been foul play Now, this is an unusual love story, let me tell you that, and you're going to like it. (laughs) This, seriously, is one of my very favorite episodes of Gunsmoke. I know I say that a lot, but this really is one of my favorites. It's got everything. It's got humor, it has uh, mystery, it has suspense, it has uh, a real look, candid look into the Old West. Just love it. Just love it. 
The name of this one is The Moo Moo Raid. It was first broadcast on January 19, 1958. Now, just a quick note, this came late in the run, 1958. So, a lot of the recordings after like 57 or so, 57, 58, 59, were not good, clear recordings, sadly. This one was, I would say, fair, and I've cleaned it up to the point where I'd, I'd say it's, uh, I'd give it a B minus, maybe a C plus or a B minus. But I, I would, and it's very listenable, don't get me wrong, but it just doesn't have that clarity with, that we love with uh, so many of the episodes of Gunsmoke, but you'd be sorry if you missed this one, seriously. So anyway, I think you'll enjoy it. Here we go from 1958. The Moo Moo Raid on Gunsmoke. territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Gun smoke, starring William Conrad transcribed story of the violence that moved west with young America, and the story of a man who moved with it. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal, the first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful, and a little lonely. Marshal? What? Marshal, I've been looking for you. Oh, hello, Tush. I just want to ask you one question. All right, go ahead, ask. Are you, are you not sworn as a matter of bound and duty to uphold law and order in Dodge City? <laughs> well, I guess you could put it that way. Then why don't you get up from that there table and go out and find that cow? Oh, cow? Oh, goodness, you think all Mr. Jones got to do is go around hunting some scrawny old You cow? keep your mouth shut, Chester. No, just a doggone minute here. Ain't nobody going to uh, smart off Sit down, like Chester. Well, sit down. I... You too, Tush. You keep waving your arms like that, you're going to get apoplexy. I ain't got no time to sit down, Marshal. I got 1,400 head of cattle over across the river, bawling and a frothing. I got buyers up at the Dodge House willing to pay for near anything I ask because I'm bringing in the first trail herd of the season, providing I can. Marshal, you've got to find out what happened to Oni Hager and that gall dying cow of his. Well, how do you know anything has happened to him? They ain't at that shack of his, neither one of them. 
If he was just going visiting, he wouldn't take the cow, would he? He might, only Hager's pretty crazy about that cow. You shut up, Chester. I didn't ask you. I didn't ask if you asked. I was just saying, Moon says uh, I All right, all right, Chester. Look, Tosh, why don't you just sit down and have a beer, huh? Only he'll be back in his own good time. Well, his good time ain't mine. Bert Collins is bringing a herd up for the Circle C. Ain't more than two days behind me. And if he gets his cattle across that river and into them shipping pens first, he'll get the big price and not me. Well, I'll check around town in the morning and see if anybody knows where Oni went. Hard to ask his neighbors. They ain't seen him for, for four or five days, or the cow either. And, Marshal, I'm reminding you of your sworn duty. My sworn duty doesn't include going out and scouring the countryside for a missing cow, Tush. Not even if there's been foul play done? What are you talking about? That shack of his has tore up something awful like there was a big fighting ruckus in it. Is that the only reason you think something's happened to Oni? The way the place looks? Marshal Burt Collins wouldn't stop at nothing to get that herd of his in ahead of me. He's just low down mean enough. Well, it's too late to start tonight, but I'll see what I can find out first thing in the morning. All I'm asking, Marshal, for you to enforce the law and protect the innocent and bring a guilty to jail. Yeah, yeah, I'll try to do all of that, Tush, the first thing in the morning, huh? Now, why don't you check in at the Dodge house and try to get some sleep? I doubt I'll close my eyes. All them cattle on the far side of the river, all that money on this side, I won't sleep a wink, Marshal, but I hope you pass the place Thanks, Tush. My goodness, must you be doing all that fuming and fretting over a 16-year-old cow that's a dang skinny or hip won't stick out like a hubs on a wagon wheel. Yeah, but she comes in handy, though, for a job like this. Oh, Matt. Oh, hello, Kitty. Oh, Kitty. Sit down. Oh. Uh, you like to have some beer? Yeah, thanks. All right. Um, what's Tush Lee all worked up about, Matt? Oh, he's got a trail herd that he wants to bring across the river. He's pretty upset because he can't find only Hager and that cow of his. What's only Hager's cow got to do with it? Oh, for land's sake, Miss Kitty, everybody knows you got to have a cow or a steer that's a good swimmer and it'll take the lead if you want to drive a herd across water. Well, I didn't know it. Is that true, Matt? Yeah, yeah, that's true. See, a lot of herds have a natural leader or two, and uh, if they'll take to water, the rest of the cattle will follow them across. But you, you try to force the herd in, the chances are they'll panic, and half of them will drown. Huh. I never heard of it. Oh, Honey Hager makes a lot of money every season just leading the herds across the Arkansas. That old cow of his takes to water like a duck. Well, then it's not a joke. Without that cow, Tush is in trouble. It sure is in trouble. When Bert Collins hits here in a couple of days with his herd, there's going to be more trouble. But he's already here, Matt. Huh? Collins? Yeah. Yeah, I, I seen him on the street this afternoon. Ain't he doing yet? No. He must have had a gun ahead. Mr. Dillon? Tush said that shack of owners was all tore up like they'd been a fight. Yeah. And Oni's not one to go off on sudden trips. You know something, Kitty? I think you're right. It's not a joke. It sure is good to get back, Mr. Dillon. I'm terrible hungry. Matt! Hold back! Wait a minute! Oh, hello, Doc. Oh, Doc. Want to talk to you? All right. Oh. Uh, uh, 
Chester, you, you go on ahead if you want. I'll, I'll meet you at the restaurant, huh? Well, I am feeling pretty empty, Mr. Dillon. Hey, I'll go on in. I'll... See you later, dog. Yep, right, Chester. Yes. <laughs> well, what's on your mind, Doc? Well, uh, Matt, uh, what are you planning to do today? <laughs> Work, same as the other six days every week. Work? Oh, work. You mean sitting down in that jail office with your feet on the desk? <laughs> no, not today, Doc. I gotta track down a cow. A cow? <laughs> a cow on that. See, Matt, so you come along with me. Oh, where? But I gotta look in on a couple of patients out toward Kiowa Meadows. Now, it won't take long, and we'll have the rest of the day to shoot us some prairie hens. Prairie hens? This time of year? Doc, the only prairie hen around here right now are holed up in the plum thicket so deep that a weasel couldn't even get to. Ah, now that's just where you're wrong. Oh. You know how Kiowa Meadows is protected by that bend in the river? Uh, those high bluffs on the north side there? Oh, yeah, yeah. And these last few weeks, it's been mighty warm for this time of year. Yeah. Well, it's made a kind of a false spring out there in the meadow. Now, the way I hear it, it's just as green as May. With a stand of young clover coming up there, and wild timothy and buffalo grass, and, and the prairie hens are just swarming. You know something? That's possible, Doc. I remember something like that happening a few years back. Well, come on then. Let's get out there and get at it. Well, Doc, I already told you. I gotta find a cow. What? Are you serious? Yes. I thought that was a joke. I wish it was. Uh, say, you haven't seen anything of Oni Hager, have you? You mean Oni's cow? Uh-huh. Oh, my. That old bag of bones. Well, if that old bag of bones doesn't turn up pretty quick, it's going to cause the worst fight that this town's ever seen. Oh, fight? Now, who the Sam would have bothered to fight over that scrawny old walking carcass, huh? <laughs> Except Oni, of course. No, not Oni. A couple of pretty tough boys named Bert Collins and Tush Lee. See, Oni's disappeared, and that's the trouble. Tush thinks that Collins has had something to do with it. I'm not too sure, but what he may be right. Eh? Well, what do you mean? Well, Chester and I just got back from a look at Oni's shack this morning. I'm going to fight him at all right. The cook stove's knocked over. Table's smashed. No sign of Oni or the cow anywhere. Oh, well, gee, Matt, maybe he went on a trip. He took his cow along? Oh. Oh, well, no. See, Matt... If anybody's done something to poor old Oni, they ought to be hung. I feel the same way, Doc. He's got his faults, but he's a harmless old coot, and and he never did any hurt to anybody in his whole life. Yeah. It kind of looks like somebody did some hurt to him, though. I just don't seem to have no appetite at all lately, Mr. John. Yeah, I, I, I noticed that, Chester. You only had the six eggs. Well, I don't mean I don't eat exactly, but I just don't seem to relish it so much anymore. Ah, I see. Well, maybe if you uh, cut down on the quantity a little bit, maybe... Uh... No. No, it ain't that, I don't think. Oh. Uh-huh. See, it's just more like I've been feeling poorly lately. Nothing particular exactly, just... Kind of sore all over. Tell me something, Chester. You, you you didn't start getting these feelings just a few minutes ago, did you? When uh, when I told you about Doc going hunting today? Oh my goodness, no, Mister John. I no, I I've been having these pains for a long time. Oh, oh I see. Uh, of course, now that you mention it, 
I declare, I, I bet it sure wouldn't do me no harm to... Get out in the open for a while. Huh? Like around Kiowa Meta, for instance, huh? <laughs> Prairie hen makes mighty good eating. I, I heard you say that yourself many a time. <laughs> Doc's already promised us something, Chester. Oh, Doc's already... Look, seeing is believing. Doc can't hit the side of a barn with both hands and a board in the middle. You know that. Matt. Oh, hello, Kitty. Matt, you better get over the Long Branch right away. Oh, why? What's wrong? Well, Tush and Bert Collins are over there, sidling around each other like a pair of tomcats. It's going to bust loose any minute, Matt. Oh, come on, Chester. <laughs> I got some flapjacks here on the air. Well, bring them with you. There they are, Mr. Gillen. Everybody knows what kind of people some people are, and with them kind, proven they needed. Well, now, a man had never had no friend his whole born day should not expect nobody here to agree with. Matt, if we get another mirror broke this month, we might as well close up. Now, we'll see what we can do, Kitty. Um, You stay here, Chester. I'm saying you made off with Lonnie Hager and that cow of his, and more than likely, you done them in. Now, that's a lie. And I'm going to break you in pieces for it. Well, you can start whenever you're... All right, hold it, both of you. Well, there's your murderer, Marshal. Do your duty now. Marshal? Marshal? A man shouldn't ought to go telling lies about somebody, had he? What are you doing in town, Collins? I thought your herd was still a day or so south of the river. Well, I rode in ahead. Wanted to talk to them cattle buyers. Come in to steal that cow and murder Oni Hager. That's what he done. Have you seen Oni, Collins? Why'd I want to see him? I got two, three good swimmers at my herd. You gonna rest them or ain't you, Marshal? I'm afraid I haven't got much reason to, Tush. All right. I'm gonna take the law into my own hands. I wouldn't advise that, Tush. I'll give you your chance, Marshal. If you ain't gonna do your job, I'm gonna bring my boys into town and do it for you. Tush, come back. Well, now, crazy fool. A man is going to be attacked. He shouldn't ought to just stand around and do nothing to protect himself, should he? Now, wait a minute, Wait Collins. nothing. I'm going to camp and get some of my boys, Marshal. Yeah, that doggone old cow sure is causing a lot of trouble, ain't you, Mr. Young? Yeah. And it's going to get worse. Something like this just keeps my nerve tore to pieces. It's just Mr. Dillon? Mr. Dillon? Shut the door, Chester. Oh, Chester. Mr. Dillon, what are you aiming to do? Sit here and digest my breakfast? Why? But they're going to be at it any minute now. Who is? Tush Lee and Bert Collins. You ain't forgot about them, have you? No, but I wish I couldn't. Well, they're in town right now, both of them, and they got their men with them. Yeah, I know. Well, if you already know, why don't you do something? Like what, Chester? Well, my land, you could... At least you could go... Well, maybe if you couldn't do that, you... 
Well, you can't just sit here and let them kill each other. Oh, but I can sit here until I'm sure that that's what they're going to do. Yeah, but they are. They are. That's what I'm telling you. Tush is up there at the Long Branch saying how he's going to hang Bert. And Bert's down the other end of the street making his brag about how he's going to shoot Tush so full of holes the birds can fly through. Chester, if all the killing that's talked about in Dodge City was actually done, Boot Hill would be ten miles wide and twenty miles long. But these two are really going to. Then I'll deal with it when it starts. And that'll be any minute now. My... Everybody else in town thinks so, too. T- take a look out this window. There ain't a soul in the street except for some crazy fool leading a... Leading a... Mr. Dillon? Yeah, what's the matter? Tony Hager. What? Well, he's got his cow. He ain't dead at all. Come on. Hey, Arnie! Wait up a minute, will you? And, and look, there's Tush at the door of the Long Branch, sir. Yeah. And there comes Collins and his men. It's him. Morning, Marshal. Chester. Morning. Looking up to be another mighty pleasant day now. Or wouldn't you say so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fine, fine day, Arnie. Where have you been? Oh. Me and Ida Bell here has been up to Kiowa Meadows for a few days. Kiowa Meadows? Oh, my goodness. It's just like spring up there. All new grass and fresh clover, and Ida Bell ain't at nothing but dry feed all winter. She's just done her world of good. Ain't that right now, dearie? Uh, Hush! Come on out of here. You too, Collins. And both of you come alone. You had any excitement around town while I've been gone, Marshal? Excitement? Oh, no. Uh, none to speak of, Oney. Uh, things have been pretty quiet. Oney, did you see any prayer hand up in Kiowa Meadows? Oh, my, yes. There was just scads of them. I'm mighty glad you got away from him, Oney. Did it hurt you bad? Oh, oh now, shut up and listen to me, both of you. Before you start taking the law into your hands again, Tush, you better stop and think for a minute. Oney's only been away on a little trip. Collins here had nothing to do with it. What? It's true. Tell him, Oney. Well, well, I don't know what you're talking about, but me and Ida Bell's been up to to Kiowa Medicine. <laughs> well, there you are, Tush. Look, I told you. Well, how's I to know? Well, you didn't know. And it's like I said, a man hadn't ought to say what he ain't sure of. I reckon I was kind of in the wrong, all right. Well, that's for dang sure. And you made me look real bad, Tush. Yeah, I, I guess I did. Bert, I, I might set up drinks if you was a mind Oh, to. all right. You ain't got to say that but one time. Let's go. Honey, will you have that cow down the river in a couple of hours? I got a job for her. Well, I'm mighty sorry, but Ida Bell can't do no swimming today. She can't? Well, why not? Well, she ate too much green clover, and she ain't going to be fit to go in the water before tomorrow. Tomorrow may be too late. Oh, forget it, Tush. Throw your herd in with mine. We'll swim them across together. Well, then we'll, we'll hold out for the same price with them cattle buyers. Fair enough. Oh, all right. Come on. Let's get that drink. Okay. Say, Oni. Yeah? If you went off on a trip on your own choice, now how yeah. come your house was all tore up so bad that way? Yeah. Well, that was on account of Idabel. 
She didn't know where we was going, and she put up an awful ruckus before I convinced her. But it wasn't the barn that was tore up. It was the house. Well, of course it was. Where do you expect me to keep her outdoors? <laughs> no, no, Oni. Nobody would expect you to keep that cow any place except right in the house. Produced and directed by Norman MacDonald. Stars William Conrad as Matt Dillon, U.S. Marshal. Featured in the cast were Parley Bear as Chester, Howard McNear as Doc, and Georgia Ellis as Kitty. George Walsh speaking. Join us again next week for another specially transcribed story on Gunsmoke. This is the United States Armed Forces Radio and Television Service. Told you that was a love story. <laughs> the Moo Moo Raid on Gunsmoke is originally broadcast January 19th, back in 1958, on CBS. Did you know that, well, you know, I, I always just assumed cows could swim. I see horses swimming, but they could panic. That was an interesting point. And so that was one of the great things about Gunsmoke is, is they would tell you things about the West that you just didn't know. And so here they would bring these cattle all the way up to, the, uh, up to Dodge City and they couldn't cross the Arkansas River. And why is it the Arkansas River and not the Arkansas River? Now, I know for a while we were in Little Rock, well, North Little Rock. Actually, we were in Jacksonville, Arkansas for uh, a time during our, our lives, Carol and I. And I remember that uh, in Little Rock, they had a, a beautiful theme song that they used to play on one of the uh, stations, kind of like promoting Little Rock. And uh, I remember one of the lyrics was, sitting high over the Arkansas River, what a beautiful sight. And if you live in Arkansas, it's the Arkansas River. I guess <laughs> if you live in Kansas... It's the Arkansas River. If anybody knows the story behind that, send me a note, would you, Bob, at bestoldtimeradio.com? I'd, I'd love to know why it's pronounced one way, one place, and another way, another place. Anyway, that was Gunsmoke, and that really was one of my favorite ones, and I hope you could tolerate the, the um, sound quality on it, but like I said, it was very listenable.
Nothing like a good episode of Gunsmoke to end the week off, right? <laughs> we do love Gunsmoke. That is going to kick things in the head for Thursday, May the 6th, and it's also going to kick things in the head for the week. So we will be back on the weekend. We will, I think, produce a uh, grab bag show this weekend, and also we'll have our archive show. We'll be back on Monday with an all-new episode of some comedy show, an old-time radio comedy, on Tuesday a drama, on Wednesday a mystery, and on Thursday we'll be back with another Western. Since this episode of Gunsmoke was from 1958, we went into our musical library and found all kinds of goodies for 1958. See, I remember 1958, so these songs, a lot of them, are really good memories for me. Of course, I was a kid, but my sister was already a teenager, I believe, at 58, so we had a lot of music in the house. So what we're going to go out tonight with is a uh, very fitting song from Eddie Cochran, given the time of year we're in. And then we're going to follow that up with a song by Conway Twitty. And yes, he had a song on the pop charts. He had several in those days, but uh, this was uh, probably his biggest. This is Bob Bro. I'm so glad you stopped by, and I am so glad you met me. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do.
I can't deceive I know it's only make believe My one and only prayer Is that someday you care My hopes, my dreams come true My one and only you No one will ever know how much I love you so my only prayer will be someday you care for me but it's only make believe my hopes my dreams come true my life I'd give for you my heart a wedding ring My all, my everything My heart I can't control You my very soul Someday you care My hopes, my dreams come true My one and only you No one will ever know How much I love you so My heart 